0: and Radio. Well, last week we spoke with uh, Professor Kit Mesham-Muir. He's an art theorist. He's from the School of Media, Creative Arts and Social Inquiry about a current exhibition running at the moment at the Curtin Gallery. It was called The Power of the Photograph. And boy, does it tell something. Is it a split second in time that it retains? Well, he talked about war correspondence. And today we welcome Tony Ashby, West Australian newspaper photographer who has... His career actually spanned 50 decades... 50 decades! (laughs) Five decades! Sorry, Tony. You're looking very young, seriously, and has won you many, many awards, and absolutely rightly so. Tony, I was having a chat with you before we uh, came on air here about coming home from these zones, how you are able to sort of, I don't know, how you cope, really, with the vision that you see.
1: Well, Jenny, you go away to do a job and you come home and yeah. then you've got to get it out there and or sometimes you'd send it home from over there, but most times, but yeah. you have to produce it, and the people like you like you go to a funeral, they don't mind you. You're right in the, right up their nose, and they they want the word to get out. So Very true. Never a problem.
0: Well, photography, like mm-hmm. this exhibition, I'm not promoting that as much as talking to yourself, but it is a fact that you're catching history in a split second, aren't you? That's true. It's yeah. there forever. And the photo- photographing, uh, photography, I'm sorry, started back in, what, 1928 or something? Probably earlier than that.
1: No, before that.
0: Before that. Were they ever gone to the wars, the World yeah. War One and Oh, yeah. Sort of yeah, Really? Different
1: type of camera, then.
0: Yeah, of course it is. Um, you've won so many walk, that yeah. is a, a great compliment to you for the work that you've done. Tony. what led you to
1: take up this style of photography for the paper? Well, I was, uh, I was, I was like 15, 12 years I was doing local stuff and I enjoyed it too because with a, with a, a great leader in Doug Burton, you've probably Doug heard of Doug, him. Yeah. Doug was a, a real gentleman and he got a lot of us people started in the business. We, we actually said, you know, we loved him it was really good that's and great. i thought i wanted to branch out because i had a, a rocky marriage and which finished and yeah. i thought well i'm going to try something different so put you on the
0: at the front of a war zone Beirut. <laughs> so you had a war zone and i only had a war zone where yes, you went.
1: You're correct. <laughs> yeah.
0: that's incredible now did you say i'd like to go or did they ask if you'd like to consider well
1: it? i had a, a long service leave and and the editor said Don Smith, he said well if we use your stuff we'll pay you for it so it was on that basis nice, yeah. so, uh, <laughs> so I tried a bit harder than I should have done and, and I flew to Cyprus and then uh, into Beirut with a journalist called Robert Fisk a very famous journalist yeah. he lived in Beirut and he worked for the Times then the Independent in London But he told me a few tricks of the trade as I survived there and but when I was there two or three days, I said, oh, I'm not doing this. It's too nerve wracking. So I went back to Cyprus. And then I said, No, I've come all this way to cover this story. And then I did. I- I finished going up there about fifteen times.
0: Well, and you've been everywhere else around the world where there's been terrible outbreaks and so on. Chernobyl We'll get to that. But okay, what were some of the tips that you were given to keep safe? I mean, how do you keep
1: safe? Your driver, whoever's driving you, is your lifeline. And in Beirut, they were very good at that. The drivers and how to avoid the the bombing zones. They'd be listening to the radio hundred percent of the time, and they say we don't go down this street today. is that right? And i would worked with A Associated Press, but then I got my own driver and he was from the the bad group, Hezbollah. Yeah, <laughs> he, couldn't, he couldn't speak English and I couldn't speak Arabic at that stage, but we taught each other. So how are they getting the information yeah. to keep you safe? Well, they just the radio and, and fast it. listening in. Yeah, listening
0: in all the time. What about your personal safety, though? I mean, okay, you've got a driver that's trying to avoid it, but, I mean, you guys get really up close and personal. Yeah. Um, and there's bullets flying around you and that sort of thing. Do you, do you have a, a bulletproof vesting?
1: Or? Not in Beirut, not in the Middle East, but when we went to Bosnia, Croatia and Bosnia, we had to have them.
0: Yeah. Why didn't you have it in Beirut?
1: Well, nobody seemed to wear them in those days. Oh, but my gosh. But it was. Uh, but in Croatia, in the first... Four months of the, of the Balkans war, there was like 26 journalists and photographers and cameramen killed.
0: Of course. It's this is the reality, well, isn't it? it? Deliberately.
1: Because they wore posters on their car that they pressed. Yeah. Then the Croatians wore those same stickers on their car and instead of saying stop it or else it.
0: So some of the other war zones that you went to, they weren't all war zones per
1: se, were they? Like you went to Chernobyl? No, that was, that was quite graphic though and i really feel for the ukrainian people it was gritty mm. you could see the effects of Chernobyl. we went there afterwards and how close did you get to the place well, i've got a picture of the reactor oh goodness well what was protecting you
0: <laughs> oh gosh totally. they reckon
1: everybody was safe so, well I,
0: mean. I think there's still radioactivity
1: going they don't on get there. too close to me do you? no i was
0: just thinking that you have got a bit of blue flame coming <laughs> off you just looking at the areas that you went into, uh, occupied territories of the Gaza and the West Bank, yes. the troubles in Northern Ireland, which was just awful, yep. M- where did you go in there? And what do you, what do you go looking for? The emotion um,
1: side of it? Or? Well, not, not so much the, the army people, the, the civilians, how it affects their life. Which is so, happening now yeah, in Ukraine. Yeah.
0: And but. how do they open up to you? I mean, they must be just devastated.
1: Well, can I give you an instance that I went there, I was there in Northern Ireland in 1993 f- for the Shankill Road fish shop bombing mm-hmm. and mister bomber walked in the fish shop and he, there was, the Protestants were, had a meeting up above and he blew it up and he killed himself and nine innocents. And mm. some, one of those innocents was a little girl, 13-year-old Leanne Murray. And so you they, remember they, the names? Oh, yeah, you don't ever forget. Yeah. His name was Thomas Begley, yeah. and the funeral ones consecutive, they were running. We were running from one funeral to the other, and the little girl, her mother, just lost it. And yeah. a little white coffin, she was thirteen, mm-hmm. and the and the bomber. Well, he they came up the street with the piper and the colours and IRA, and then they handed the colours to the mother. I looked at the mother. I was only from yeah this I thought, what's going through your mind? You know, so I went back two years later and knocked on her door, and oh. they opened up. Really? And yeah, what did she say? She said that she said she didn't think he was so heavily involved with the IRA. Mm-hmm. But and well, the little and the little girl, she they uh, she had a, a a contest at school about the ideal playground, so the council built that playground for her in memory. Leanne Murray, her name was, thirteen years old. Unbelievable. What about the little
0: baby in
1: Rwanda you were just telling me about? Yeah. Oh, that was, well, that reduced me, but, mm. but I had an argument with Paul Murray, and yeah. he won, but he did consent to use it back in the paper a bit. It was a photograph. I can understand why he didn't want yeah, to use it, because young kids being upset. Well, how old was this little girl? She was wrapped, wasn't she?
0: I'd say about three. three. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, she beautiful. had her eyes open, you said, oh, was looking open. up at, oh, yeah. my God, she wasn't seeing you. Yeah. And she was just left on the roadside?
1: No, they roll them up and then the, car, the truck oh, comes I mean, and they took them to a mass grave.
0: So you do know the names. It has you to affect you it. when never, you come out. You could forget. never forget it. So you, getting... I mean, you, you aren't going to talk to the people like Putin these days and that sort of thing, obviously, and the, the no, old men no. in suits that send young men to war no. that don't hate anybody and kill each other. Isn't that ironical? Yeah. It's so true. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: the kidnapping in Sudan...
1: Yeah, but I didn't get right into Sudan. But I was up on the border, and an Australian nurse was taken hostage. And I, Paul Murray once again sent me up there to do that story. Oh, good on you, Paul! <laughs> Write the story as well.
0: It's okay when you're sitting back home in the safety of yeah. St. George's Terrace.
1: Because yeah. I I was doing my Rwanda trips then, and he said you might as well hop up there and do this story.
0: Oh yeah, while you're there, um, ethnic cleansing in Kosovo.
1: Yeah. That was the last one I did with we a very good journalist in but we did a lot of things together. What were
0: they doing, killing their own people?
1: Yeah, but uh, the, the, uh, the Albanians, it was on this side, were not killing old Serbs, and, and before that it was the uh, Serbs were killing the, the local Muslim community. No one learns, do they? No. They don't learn. No. It's about power, religion
0: and control. Yeah. All, that's all it is, isn't it? And you must shake your head. Yes. when
1: you've gone to all these places because the, the kids suffer and of course. But they, they wear it very well mostly
0: I, I guess every day is the same to them you know yeah. they have no option do yeah. they can't even imagine us having to go through something like that um sri, sri lankan's tamil tigers what yeah. were they about
1: well we we went up there we were supposed to meet the leader the tamil tiger leader but he didn't want to see us and Norm but again, once with me on this trip. Oh, yeah. But we did a story on the on the Tamil Tiger girls,
0: and well, the well, Sri
1: Lankan well, army feared them as much as the men.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, they were doing. They're pretty t- strong. Yeah, I was speaking yeah. to a Gurkha, a former Gurkha, the other day. Yeah. They were the terrorising uh, troop of army men yeah. from Nepal, weren't yeah. they? Many. They're still yeah. going, actually. So, were they um, a breakaway group? Were they the Tamil Tigers? Yeah, I think yeah. They've,
1: they've been after independence in the north up Jaffna Peninsula. That's yeah. right. It all dies down in some
0: of these areas and then it can flare up again yeah, pretty quickly, right. can't yeah. it? Yeah. Afghanistan and Kabul. Oh, dear, that would have been a frightening... Well,
1: I meant a great a great man. He's, I've got his portrait hanging in my house. Mohammed yeah. Shah Massoud. And bin Laden had him ex- executed, well, suicide bombed, two days before 9-11. Really? He would have found... Uh, bin laden for the for the americans probably really he was working with the americans was he no no but he would have fa- they would have asked him he would have found that's what I'm, because yeah. when the afghanistan invaded uh at, you know afghanistan yeah they were well, sorry when <laughs> when the, when the soviets invaded that uh, they they formed a government a communist government in kabul mm-hmm. but then Masood was leading the Mujahideen and They were shooting rockets at the helicopters that were destroying the villages. So the Russians back home, you know. He was a hero. What a shame. Yeah. There's a lot of beautiful
0: people. Cambodia and the Khmer Rouge. Now, that was a terrible time. Yeah. These people, these dictators, you know, there's far too many of them. Pol Pot, yes, he was um, another one going to change the world. There's still leaders around the world today, dictators that are trying to do that, killing their own people, poison gases and so on. It's just horrendous. I wish people could just go in and knock them off. Um, Turbulence, why didn't you do that? I could have have armed you. We
1: could have got you to knock them off when you were that close. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not. I never got close to Putin. No. But I... Well, I've just story I put on my LinkedIn site this morning was about the Carla Del Ponte who she's yes. written a story that she he should be brought in she was the chief prosecutor for the Balkans and the Rwandan for uh, war criminals. Crime, war crimes. And she before that she was a mafia jo- uh, judge yeah. and she they tried to blow her up a couple of times. Good, strong she's woman. So lady. is she still
0: in that role that she could no, actually... No, she's oh, retired now. She's retired yeah, but yeah. she can see that these are war tough, crimes.
1: Yeah. I liked her a lot.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Never underestimate a female if no, they get a bit cranky yeah. about things. Um, President Saharto, he took off in a hurry, didn't he? Yeah. Mm. Uh,
1: well, we went so did Sukarno. Yeah. it was so hard. We went up there while he was tumbling and... There's quite a lot going on and yeah. some of the places are a bit scary, you know, so with the his Muslim radicals mm. out in like, different islands. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, East Timor. Yes. You know, I mean, how long ago was that? Let me think. Eighties?
1: Nineties. Nineties, yeah. And uh, I was there, there was a, we went up into the mountains was uh, with another reporter called Michael Day. He now work, lives in Queensland. Yeah. We went up because he spoke fluent Indonesian. We went up into the mountains, and he'd been this guy had been living up there for twenty three years, and his nickname was Luolo, but his name was Guterres, uh, I've forgotten his first name, but he's now the president. Is that right? He, yeah, he came jumped up into. The, he'd been there for a while since yeah. two thousand seventeen.
0: In retrospect, I mean, you, you are going to put a book together, oh, aren't yes, you? Yes, yes. I think, and you've already had an exhibition yes a couple of years ago
1: was it no that was back in the 90s back in the 90s it's time you did it again yeah that's right
0: i mean let's just then now if you don't mind just talking about what's going on in in the ukraine i mean you aren't traveling to these places how long ago did you stop doing that thankfully when
1: when i stopped getting paid (laughs) (laughs) i did a lot of work for asia week they sent me to place Mm. which is the eastern was the eastern time magazine
0: was there any any particular time that you thought what
1: the heck am i doing yeah, quite a few times. Quite a few
0: times. Yeah. Who had your back?
1: He's Just a, the driver. The driver and, well, there was one instance in Croatia when there was, there was five photographers trying to crouch into the ground when a helicopter was going over his and, Oh, dear. Uh, not us, but they were. we were so close to the Croatian guards. Mm. And, but then somebody shot Then it went quiet. Yeah. And this crazy bloke stood up and shot it down. He's a hero. Oh, <sighs> I said, we wanted to give him a kiss.
0: <laughs> how, how do you, when you get to these places, I mean, obviously it's in a terrible turmoil yeah. because of what's going on. I mean, you haven't got a taxi at your service, you haven't got beautiful accommodation yeah. or food or whatever. So just a, a day-to-day survival and finding your subjects
1: must be a big thing to deal with i don't think there's any shortage of subjects well i guess you're right you can just walk out and yeah like like beirut there's a lot of humor going on it's life goes on and that's that was the meaning of life goes on in beirut when they lose their
0: homes and everything and all these millions of refugees again Um, when you look at your, Ukraine playing out at the moment in Russia, which is just terrible, um, and the latest atrocity, which you just mentioned, oh, yeah. he should be now trialled as a war criminal. Yeah. Um, w- w- would you look at it and think, if I was there, I'd be shooting it a little bit differently, perhaps, than what you're seeing? Or, I mean, how much praise can you give people like yourself and the guys that put themselves on oh, the yeah, line? they're very
1: brave, yes.
0: Very brave? brave. Seriously? Yeah. I mean, Jeff Parry's looking a little uncomfortable. <laughs> he's usually, he was very comfortable in the Channel 7 canteen, let me yeah. tell you. Oh, I, know. And, <laughs> I know.
1: The nickname of Rottweiler, because yes. he yes. after
0: exactly. the jobs. <laughs> well, it's yeah, so a great journo. And, yeah. I mean, look at the jour- the women, the journos that are there from the networks, all from all around yeah. the world.
1: Isabella, um, Isabel, what's And uh, Barbara Miller. Yeah.
0: yeah. So what is it in people like you... Is it a calling? Is it an interest? Is it, you feel you you need to report on what is going on, the atrocities?
1: Well, there is a need to do that, but a, a photography is my passion in life. And but you do wildlife photography, you have got a... A little film. bit, yeah, I've got wildlife files. And mm. When I was coming to Rwanda, you'd have a bit of a break. Mm. Except when you're charged by a big silver gorilla. girl. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you feel safe now, Tony? <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: safe setting it in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know so much. Watch out.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> so it's never going to stop. No. It's, there's always going to be something. And now with technology, uh, instant vision yeah. around the world, social media, it's in your face, isn't it? I mean, yeah. and and we sitting here at home looking at this, we just get so upset and angry because we can't do anything about it. No. What? What? what in hindsight, what would you if you could change these warmongers
1: shoot yeah. them incarcerate them for the rest of their life you got to get them, them don't you in a fork for the small cell mm, what about
0: at the moment vladimir putin of course and a lot's coming out about his life he was kgb yeah. and that sort of thing sitting in his suit um giving orders i yeah. suppose um you, you, how do you reckon it'll play out because you've seen a lot of wars play out
1: well hopefully it'll,
0: it'll happen from within that's what seems to be the case no, i think so yeah he's upset his uh very wealthy friends yes and that was quite an unusual war tactic really wasn't it by yeah. the other countries to do that yeah confiscate their multi-million dollar
1: ships and i, th- and I think the uh, president of, of ukraine's doing a very good job
0: without a doubt yeah. have you ever seen a leader that layback? back when i say layback, back he's not with a job no. at hand but the way he presents himself he's just earthy yeah um as every leader should be sitting you know yeah. with a suit telling yes. them to go out and murder millions of people this latest atrocity on the streets in ukraine where they were tortured oh my gosh yes. that is i mean could you imagine having to go in and face that today could no. you do that today
1: well you do it i suppose but it's it's all part of your life of being a photographer is,
0: is that what you've always done yeah. or did
1: you used to do weddings i did a couple of weddings <laughs> <laughs> I, I got well, you get a bit bored. I, you know, that's how I started doing a few weddings for Kevron. for darn, there's some <laughs>
0: off. Uh, what sort of, yeah. We have to go to a break soon, but what sort of uh, equipment do you have today?
1: Canon, only Can- yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. But when I was doing weddings, we were using Leica. <laughs> do you
0: still <laughs> Cam- have?
1: No, no. no there was yeah. their cameras. Off. Oh, no. have, you,
0: have you still got a camera collection?
1: Oh, yeah, I still work. Still doing pictures.
0: Ah, okay. Yeah. Oh, well, you're doing wildlife, are you?
1: Whatever comes along, I just... You're c- still working at it? Yeah. Well, mm. I'm not working for anybody at the moment. Okay. Unless somebody wants to pay me to go to Africa and do oh, some safari stuff. No, I, th- I think you've put
0: yourself on the line, <laughs> and you've been very lucky, thankfully, yeah. truly, because yeah, a lot of years. correspondents have lost their lives. Oh, of course.
1: Uh, a few of my friends yeah. have. Well, when I was first went to Croatia the first couple of years I was there, the young guy came down from Canada... His uncle was was the uh, was a, the editor of AP in London. Yeah. He said, "Go down there and make a name for yourself." He'd just come out of photo school. Yeah. We took him out for a drive, and they said, because the cars we only hired only two doors, and they said we don't drive in the back and he, I said well, can you take him with you Tony I said yes but I'm, it's my last day and I'm superstitious oh, okay. so I'm not going in near too much close to any bang bang <laughs> so. No, definitely. and then this guy come, we go down this road and we hear this barrage going up the road and, and we stopped of course then you go back to the last village and you find out what's going on mm-hmm. but he said it's there up there and anyway I left the next day I got to London and they called me at AP and said this guy he's blown to pieces he sold one picture to a oh, and Brode okay. a piece. It, um, it was only a night, I remember Peter Briskey. I remember, you don't forget the, mm, as I said. the temptation
0: to push the boundaries, I yeah, suppose. Yeah. yeah. Those young guys,
1: they want to. Yeah, a lot of young guys. guys yeah. Some of them used to get an old bomb and you drive down from England to mm. to the Balkans. They wanted to be something they think is glamorous about it. Mm. I've said this
0: before. My only excitement in life is getting on the freeway. <laughs> I don't feel that no, safe. No, I remember on there. your
1: days of oh, with some of your your jokes. Oh, forget about that. <laughs>
0: it's been a delight to meet you. Yeah. It really yeah. has. Thanks. And when you get your book out, yeah, how long? How far away is that? <laughs>
1: Quite off, a long way off. long way off, I think. Oh, well, get a publisher. Yeah, that's what I knew. I Tony need wants looking. a publisher. Yeah, that's what
0: Tony wants a publisher. Pu- Tony wants a publisher. Let us know <laughs> what a great read that would be. Yeah. It would be unbelievable with your thoughts attached to well, that. Well, thanks for those words. It's a pleasure. Yeah. Lovely to meet you, Tony. Thankfully, you're in one piece. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Tony Ashby joining us.